Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I heartily endorse this event or product. What time is it? This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Jeff Lutz. Soak it in, boys and girls. I know, so weird, but you know the heart wants what the heart wants. In Jason Duda. Soak it in. Stop it! You people are supposed to be funny and, and wacky. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Showtime. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Here we go. Ready. Welcome back. Hour number two of Bob and Jeff. We got some prop bets talk coming up. Joanna Chadwick will join us in about 20 minutes and five questions with our friend Jamin Anderson. But uh, against probably my better judgment, we're going to go back to the mustache buddies conversation. And we're going to talk with my great friend, David Michael Hahn, who joins us via the Freddy's hotline that I just made up. What's up, David Michael Hahn? I just had Freddy's couple nights ago so I'm, I'm here for it it's it's good we're, we're stuff talking about your mustache here's what we're talking about uh your name came up because of this reason i'm not even going to influence it in any way whatsoever jason dude is going to discuss it with you okay so uh, we're sitting here david and he says to me he goes do you want to be mustache buddies and i said no i no i'm not gonna cut the rest of my facial hair off just so we could be buddies and he said well i bet my buddy David Michael Hahn would do it. So you're on the hot seat. Would you cut the rest of your facial hair off to be mustache buddies with Jeff for the rest of your I life? Love Jeff. I love Jeff more than the world itself. 100% no, I would not. Yeah, thank you <laughs> very much. Why not? <laughs> like, because he was literally mad that I wouldn't do that. I'm like, you're out of your mind. First of all, my mustache by itself is not thick enough. If I could grow a thicker Tom Selleck-style mustache in a heartbeat, I'd probably do it. Thank you. But it's too thin. My upper lip is too thin, and it just doesn't look good. So Secondly, this isn't – I'm a man – well, I was going to say, I'm, I'm known for my beard. Um, look, I'm a cool, laid-back tax attorney with a big beard. I'm super hip. It's just part of my image. Okay, so this isn't necessarily personal – for Duda, it was like a, I'm, I'm a, it's a, it was a manhood thing. You can't be mustache buddies because that gives off a vibe that he doesn't necessarily want a, uh, associated with himself. It's none of that, right? It's just a personal preference thing. It, correct. I mean, it's my image. If I didn't think my wife might divorce me if I only had the mustache, also is a reason. Um, but no, if, if it was something else, like if you were like, let's grow mohawks together, I'd maybe Ooh. do that. 
All right, well, I'm thinking about that because I can easily grow a mohawk. Yeah, well, you'll be by yourself <laughs> in that, David, for like the rest of your life. <laughs> so don't cut yours until no. he gets his in. That's the only thing I can say. Exactly. It might exactly. take a while. Okay, well, we appreciate your insight on that. That's all we need today unless you'd like to add something. Go Chiefs. All right, thanks. Later. He gone. He's gone. See, there you go. Yeah, well, he let me down, but it is what it is. I, I'm just shocked that you think that he would just, anybody would just do that. I'm going to ask you these, uh, yeah, well, it is what it is. He All right, kind of said yes. I'm going to ask you these <laughs> Taylor Swift props, just rapid fire, okay? Okay, so no what analysis, am I? No analysis needed. And then we'll is go this to like s- an over-under or numbers? No, this is all yes or no questions. Okay, fair enough. Will Swift be shown on camera during the game at least six times? No. Will Swift make it to the Super Bowl on time for kickoff after her Tokyo concert? For kickoff. I'll say no because there's a lot of variables in that with the could be delay. Yeah, so I'll say no. Will Swift be wearing a Kelsey jersey? Yes. Will Swift be shown singing along with the national anthem? She won't be there, so no. Will Kelsey make Swift's famous heart hands after scoring a touchdown? Yes. Ooh. Will Swift be shown hugging Kelsey's mom during the game? No. Will Swift hug Brittany Mahomes after a Chiefs touchdown? Probably. Will the broadcasters mention a Swift lyric at least three times? No. Will Swift be shown on camera during Usher's Super Bowl halftime show? No. Ooh. No. I don't think so either. No. Will Swift be in a Super Bowl commercial? That's a good question. I think there's no way. No way. It'd be too much money. They'd have, you know how much you'd have to pay her to do that? And also, I and we said no analysis, but I'm but, going to give some analysis. I think she's too – I'm, I'm struggling with how to say this. Like, she doesn't want to make it about her, Right. Like, if they're already talking about her, she's going to be at the game. They know that they're probably going to show her at least a few times. And then for – she, I don't think it would – I don't think it would get a, the reaction she wanted if she was also in a commercial. Probably not. I wouldn't mind. A lot of people wouldn't mind. But there would be a lot of negative stuff, and I just think she wants to avoid that at all costs. I would agree. Uh, will Kelsey quote a Swift song after the game concludes? No. That would be so tacky. Oh, it would be awful. Just please don't, uh, Travis. Yeah, d- yeah, please. We don't. I don't want to have to talk about that. <laughs> Will Kelsey and Swift kiss on the field after the game? Ooh, well, they would have to win, right? And then would it happen? So, percentage-wise, I'm gonna have to say no. Yeah, because not only do they have to win, they also have to kiss, right? Yes. It's not like they'll automatically kiss if they win. And they have to get down. Yeah. So I'm gonna say no. Will Swift be shown holding the Lombardi Trophy? No. I mean, my God. If that happens, there's something goofy going on. People will go apoplectic, probably rightfully so, if she's holding the Lombardi Trophy. Will the Super Bowl MVP mention Swift in his speech? No. Will Swift receive a Gatorade shower on the field? No. Will Kelsey propose to Swift after the game? I hope not. Really? What a moment that would be. No, it wouldn't. No, do it somewhere else if he's going to do it. Don't don't do it on Why? the field. Uh, what's the what's the because moment? all you're doing is grabbing attention from everybody else with that. Okay, I don't think Kelsey should be doing that. What's the moment uh, that I don't sticks think he out will. most to you about last year's Super Bowl? Chiefs won. But what's the moment? 
What's the, what's the image that lasts? There you don't have a, one. There isn't one. There, you, there was that holding call at the end and everything. Well, that, I was going to say the flag at the end on that because whatever, that was the game. Was it even a flag or did they not call? I, see, I don't even remember. No, they, they threw a flag and it was the, that, that was the game. So, okay. But you had to think about it, and then initially you said there wasn't one. If Travis Kelsey proposes, I thought to you were talking Swift, about like there was something that happened that I couldn't remember. No, there was just not. No, there wasn't. But there, if Travis Kelsey proposes to Taylor Swift on the field after winning the Super Bowl, that's a moment for all time. Yeah, but it's not a moment for the Kansas City Chiefs. Who cares? They just want. You'd their... rather it be Kelsey and Swift getting married and then getting a divorce in a year and a half. Why are they going to get a divorce? You know, some couples last, right? Absolutely, but They're it doesn't 30... seems like it doesn't seem like. And I apologize to you, Swift fans that are listening out there, but it doesn't seem like she's the one that's going to stick around for a while. Why? I don't know. Just because she writes songs about breakups that she always you seems know who to else have. Writes songs about breakups. Who? Everyone who's ever written a song before. Oh yeah. Everybody. Oh. So you want this to happen. I'm not saying I want it to happen. It sounds but like you want this to happen. To act like I'd, like I'd be disgusted by it, like you seem to feel, is uh, is not where I'm at. I just that. don't think it should happen in that situation. I think that's taken away from your team and your teammates and what you've no, accomplished as a season. You ask, that's my opinion, all, Jeff. But you're you wrong. Can say, in what way am I Because wrong? they're all in this together. You think they would? Patrick they're, Mahomes would be like, oh, I can't believe they did that. It's, this should be about me. Or anybody else would feel like that. Absolutely not. They'd be happy. They'd be thrilled. They'd I'm be I'm not overjoyed. saying you wouldn't be happy for her, but it is taking away from what actually people will remember from the game. What are exactly. most people going to remember? They're, they're going to remember game. that. It's a game. Uh, a, a, a couple uh, of this influence and this magnitude getting engaged after the Super Bowl, which Travis, maybe he walks off. Who knows? Uh, but it would be his third Super Bowl win. They've done everything. They've got. They've been at the parades. They've held up the trophy. And Clark Hunt has been there, and it's all been great. A proposal on the field, yes, all day long. Give it to me. All right. What else you got? So here's a question for you, because you gave us yesterday 99 and a half seconds for the over under for the national anthem. Yeah. Sung by Reba McIntyre. Yes. Washington Post, their little printable thing says 90 and a half. And this other one here from the Sporting News says 87 and a half. So did you, you do something there? Did you, I bet you went under, didn't you? I did. So I think you, pro, I think you propped well, it the up. Av- the, average, so we didn't know. the average over the last, wherever I looked up, was like 105 seconds. And I'm like, that's a country saying it's going to be lower than that. I think she's going to go through it a little bit. So I dropped it down to 99. Okay. I mean, how do you know that those people are right? I don't. Exactly. But uh, you just made your own, so you didn't necessarily But I did look up the last few, 20 I think I did, and the averages, it was five seconds longer. Okay. So I I dropped it by five seconds. Sort of fair? Well, it was fair because you had the choice of picking over or under. So it was fair to everybody. But... Also, I trusted you to put it in the proper context, right? It was like in the proper context. 99 and a half seconds. Okay, that's a minute and 40, uh, which, you know, I can't, I don't really have a frame of reference for how long that is. So I would think that 99 and a half seconds would be kind of a thing that's kind of in the middle uh-huh. of what it's expected, what it's yeah. been in the past. And yeah, and it is. It's actually lower. Okay. 
But the middle was 104.7 or something like not that. Not according to the Washington Post and the Sporting News. Well, they've just put out with how long they think it's going to be. Right. Well, I put out what I thought it was going to be. Why would? How come they're right and I'm wrong? Here's a few. I don't know. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Fair I'm enough. not saying. Fair enough. I'm just saying. You're just mad you took over. I'm not mad. I think it will be over, maybe. Uh, what will be the length of the game's longest touchdown? First, tell me what you think it was set at, at least according to the Washington Post. Longest touchdown? Yeah. What do you think the over-under was set at? Oh, but probably 36 and a half. Yeah, pretty close. I was 38 and a half. Okay. I would have put it closer maybe to in the low 40s. But 38 and a half is, makes you think. What would you go on that one? Under. Really? Yep. Will the score be tied after it's tied at 0-0? Yes. Okay. Will there be a missed field goal? Yes. How many touchdowns will be scored over or under five and a half? Ooh. Well, that's 42 that's points. Six touchdowns. There's no way, I don't think, is there? Well, three each. I mean, that's more than possible for those six. 28-14. You got it in the low 20s, which I guess, but that could 21-20. I mean, it's possible. Miss an extra point or. I would have to. I think I'd. I think I'd probably go under. Yeah, that's the perfect number. That is, yeah. To get uh, votes on both sides, what will be the largest lead of the game by either team, over or under fourteen and a, and a half? Under. I agree. I don't think anybody's gonna start to run away with it. I don't think. I don't. But think. I mean, that's that's you know, it's kind of just a turnover away. Someone goes up ten nothing, and then a turnover. But I st- no, I'll take the under of that. First offensive play, a pass or a sack or a run. It'll be a pass. Hmm. I don't know. Everyone's That's... expecting a run. It'll be a pass. So but you got to know who gets the ball first. First. Yeah. But you you just... can't. That's part yeah. of the problem, right? It is part of the problem. That's part of the Gatorade, problem. Gatorade, bath color, orange, red, or other. Well, if you don't, if they don't get a Gatorade bath, do you win on the other? You, I would imagine you would. Then have I to, would take right? the other. I don't like that. I don't like that. That's too can be influenced, right? Well, absolutely. Like, why it can would be. Uh, why would Jarek McKinnon's family's cousin's nephew's brother say, "Hey, we got purple Gatorade tonight," right? Like, and that information gets passed to somebody. Exactly. Like that, you can have control over. A lot of those, like a lot of those props too. I know there's like a cap on how much you can actually bet on them, as there should be. Uh, and then if it all comes coming in on the same color, then obviously something goofy's happening. Right? I, yes. I you know agree. where the Gatorade bath started? I think it was Bill Parcells. That's right. The Giants dumped it on him. Was it yellow? I'll look it up on YouTube. I don't remember. but Yeah, I don't think they had color back then. I think it probably was not. not. It was probably Slimy. just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a field goal over 44 and a half yards, yes or no? Yes. Well, most I, with these teams, if they get in close and they're within two or three yards, I think they're going to go for it a lot of times. So two I'm going to say yes. It'll be over 44 and a half. A two-point conversion attempt, yes or no? Ooh, that's tough. Is there going to be a lot of scoring? I don't know if there's. I Is think there going to be a gonna penalty gonna do, that makes them get to the one? I would say, I would 
I would say yes. I would probably say yes, too, but that's I would never touch that no. as, a, as a bet. Four and a half total passing touchdowns. Under. I mean, what's Mahomes throwing for one and four in his last four games or something? Yeah, yeah, I think he had Purdy, two. McCaffrey's been running it in. These defenses are good. I take the under. I mean, you're looking at one guy throwing three, another guy throwing two. I, I don't see that, especially if I'm taking under five and a half touchdowns in the game. Highest scoring quarter. Last one. Actually, I'll do the last two. Second quarter. Either team scores 28 or more points. Yes or no? 28? Yeah. See twenty-eight, but I'm going to say no under. And finally, Super Bowl MVP quarterback or non-quarterback? It's going to be a non-quarterback. It's going to be McCaffrey or Pacheco, unless it's Mahomes. It's not going to be Purdy. I don't think it'll be Purdy. No. But if the Chiefs win, Mahomes probably. Yeah, because that's just kind of the way it works. All right, we'll take a break. We're going to come back and talk high school sports with Joanna Chadwick. Another Friday night full of. High school basketball. We'll see what's going on, and we'll talk to Joanna about about it. That's uh, pretty much what we're doing. Stay with us, Bob and Jeff on KFH. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. They're saying it a bunch. Let's go back to the hotline. Joanna Chadwick. Don't let us down, Joanna. <laughs> I always strive to be the person who lifts you up instead of bringing you down. You do a heck of a job at that. So I'm going through the games. We kind of <laughs> talked about this last week. Not a bunch of great games. Uh, but Cheney is 14-2. and two. I'm going to bring them up because why not? Uh, they don't seem to be getting a lot of, uh, a, a lot of press. What do you know about the Cheney Cardinals? <laughs> Yeah, I went there. Well, I think I think one of the most difficult things is, you know, you mentioned that there's not a lot of press, and I, I will tell you that there's not a lot of press on, on high school sports right now. There's been That's a lot true. of focus on the Super Bowl, a lot of focus on KUK State, and so that does pull away from there. And so, yeah, I mean, Cheney is one of those programs that has – uh, you know, you, you start with Jackson both as one of them and one of their top players. And I just love that 
programs like Cheney where you can count on them to be successful most years. Their girls program also in that same vein. Um, while they may not be in the running for um, the state title right at this point, uh, you know, I, I think that those are programs we can count on to be pretty strong. All right, Joanna, how about Heights and Southeast? Southeast, uh, they've improved that much. I mean, they've, they've pumbled some. Who was it? 110 to 19? North? North. They beat and then uh, seem to be playing well. I haven't. Talk about it. Did you guys talk, about, talk about that score? Well, talk- well, I just, you know, you Is- know, if this had been 20 years ago, 15 years ago, eh, let's go 20 years ago, um, considering the climate for actual coverage of high schools they would have been ripped for that i would think so because i mean there's a standard that you don't score 100 on a team unless it's a competitive game and i mean i'm not one to sit here and judge coaches pro coach but i have to admit to being floored by that score i remember the days of don racine coaching at bishop carroll when his was the top program in the city league and uh, Kirk Semenov once wrote in a uh, roundup of, of the game against whoever it was, Don Racine is a nice guy. And that's because Don Racine and Carol girls could have scored 150 points, but that's not what you do. And if you, you know, if, if your game's a competitive game, there's a ton of points scored, but when the other team scores 19, like, and that's like that was with a running clock I, I in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I just, so, I just, I think that that's a situation where um, uh, you can't feel too good about things, no matter what side that you're on. And I think you strive really, really hard not to embarrass a team. Uh, when I mean, you score, you score ninety-eight points. Still there, Joanna. Can you hear me? Yeah, keep going. You scored 98 okay. points? No. And then continue that. You still win by 80. You yes. still win by 80. I mean, like, so so that's one thing. Um, but, you know, when I look at I look at that South team, I, Southeast team, I think that they have uh, some very good players. I watched them play against Derby, and uh, one of their players got into foul trouble, and I think that that was a pretty key thing. Uh, heights, though, I just can't count against Heights. This team is playing really, really well. It doesn't matter who has the big night because any one of their top five can score 20 points. And if TJ Williams, for instance, isn't scoring 20 points, he may have nine. Us that kind of a team. I, I just want to run back a little bit to what you were saying about Southeast. Now they're playing Heights. Um, does Heights say, you know what, we don't appreciate what these guys did to, to North? So if we get up, do we, we are we going to run it up? Is that something that could happen I, or probably I not? Do, I do not. I mean, have you ever met Joe Auer? That is one intense yeah, dude. Yeah, he wouldn't but do that. He's been coaching so long, and he would never do that. that and that's exactly that's exactly that. where I'm going. It just shouldn't happen. But, but please, but understand, I realize that this is probably going to come back and bite me in the butt for being outspoken about this. Because um, I, I, I mean, there's there's players at Southeast who I really, you know, one of them is like one of my favorite people in the world, and and I have I fully back coaches, but man, in this instance, I just don't understand. I'm with you. Uh, so I want to talk about your Derby Panthers, uh, the boys team at least. The girls are they're they're so good that they don't really need deep analysis. But 
the the boys team won three in a row. They got off to a little bit of a, a rough start. Uh, never really turned it on in that first half of the season. Can they turn it on in the second half of the season? Well, they're playing really well right now. And, you know, the other night against Flanders South, and Flanders South is not, I mean, they're definitely having a down year. Uh, but, you know, when Caden Franklin comes out with 25 points and 16 rebounds, that's the kind of game that Uh-oh. Joanna. She's, I'm not even moving. She's in a bad corner again. Now we can. We got you. I'm literally, I'm standing outside. Um, no, Caden Franklin, if he goes 25 and 16, you're going to win more games that way because they do have outside shooting and some pretty good ball handlers. So they're playing very well right now. Mason Richardson has been putting up a lot of points. Um, it, the, that ball is just falling for him. And um, Jack Allwilling's having another good year. All right. Um, does Mays have a chance tonight? They got Hutch, you know, twelve and three. Mays eight and seven. What are the chances of my Eagles tonight? I don't know. Mays really causes problems for teams, and um, having Braden Myovella back, I think, is a big ish, is a big thing. And teams are really going to have to factor him in. And uh, you know, I mean, Hutch is beatable. Hutch is a good team, but. I mean, I think that Mays can beat them, but at the same time, Hutch could also win big. The ADCTL is in a very weird spot this year because uh, I think Mays South is the best team, but at the same time, they have uh, they've had to work to to beat teams. Well, I'm just hoping it's a good one because I'm going to that game tonight. <laughs> Me too, Joanna. Did you read my uh, Taylor Swift story on KWCH.com no. this morning? I didn't. Why? I didn't. I'm so sorry. Um, did you read my story? Have you guys talked about the passing of Bob Benoit? No. Okay. So Bob Benoit is a longtime commissioner of the ABCTL, longtime official. And my story is at is at ksvibe.com. So please check it out. He uh, mentored most of these officials out there. He's the one who was really key in starting camps. He worked with Keisha for that. He refed lot of college and uh, basketball and football and he will be sorely missed he died last night and he is a very big person that's compete in this community not just for officials but athletic directors for for coaches and i just really want us to make sure that that we do remember him well we appreciate that and uh also on a little bit of a better note uh, we got mitch fiegel's 600th win celebration tonight over at collegiate a lot of former players are back. I heard Maurice Evans is back, so uh, that'll be a that'll be a good uh, good evening for those over at Collegiate. I think that you know, uh, they spent time. You know, are we really honoring uh, longevity? Hell yeah, we are because it's longevity with success, and that's impressive. Uh, Six hundred wins. Uh, the the he's definitely done it his way and just love this for him all right joanna we appreciate it have a good evening we'll talk to you again soon all right bye guys joanna chadwick she's leaving she's gone her phone never quite works she's got to find a better spot yeah but she was outside maybe she was in a corner i don't know i don't know what to say i don't know what to think i don't know either but right now, let's go to the hotline and talk to our friend, 
maybe our former friend, maybe our one-time friend, Jamin Anderson. Oh, wow. He's got the Just Saying music. What do you think about that, Jamin? Oh, that brings me back, and I am still your current friend. Yeah, we are, we are still friends. We'll probably always be friends. Max is going to play this little sounder, and then we're going to get right to five questions. All right, Jamin, uh, even though we have been friends for a long time, we're going to be friends for a long time more, I don't know the answer to this question. What do you do for a living? That's a great question. Uh, I am a that's it's a fantastic question. Actually, um, I am a sales rep. I'm an inside sales rep uh, for a company in the aircraft industry. That's it. That's, that's are, the gig. What brother. are inside sales? Well, that means I sit I sit at a desk. Uh, I I work on the inside, meaning that uh, I don't go out and press the flesh and and uh, meet with customers. Uh, I do the behind the scenes work. Okay, well, good. Good for you. That's you a it. perfect role for you, I guess. All right, Jamin. <laughs> now, you did a lot of radio, and you had to put up with Jeff. What was the yes, most sir. annoying thing dealing with him on oh, Saturday morning? Oh, I love mornings? this question. Oh, that's a fantastic question. You know what it was? It was the fact that as soon as the commercial breaks would start, or as soon as we got to the studio to start the show, he refused to talk off the air about anything. <laughs> as soon as we got on the air, he was as boisterous as ever. But as soon as the segment would end, he would go crawl back into his phone or into whatever he was looking at online, and I couldn't get two words out of him. So that was it. I mean, number one. that still happens to this day. Who do you think I learned that from? Yeah, oh, absolutely. When I was doing the show a lot during, uh, during the, the basement time, uh, with uh, Bob, it was the exact same way. I said, "Boy, the apple does not fall far." No, they are. They do. They, uh, that's still the case. We're. I'm an. Yeah. I'm more of an introverted person, so doing two hours of talking is not the. I mean, I've become a lot more, uh, you know, vocal. I guess as the years have gone on, but seven, eight years ago, man, I was. It was tough, um, and it still takes a lot out of me. So I got to feel like I got to conserve energy. You know. I, I understand. And, and, you know, I wanted to talk to you as a friend off the air, you know. Right. So I, I had to get used to that, like, not taking it personally. You know, like, this is just who Jeff is. This is not him, like, ignoring me because he doesn't like me. Okay. Not not personal at all. See, um, and I'm, I'm opposite. I just enjoy it that he's not talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jason doesn't like hearing from me during the show. So So what would it take? Jamin, for you to become a, a relatively active part of this show again, what would need to happen? Um, a change in my work schedule. Um, just because when the uh, when the show was four to six, it was a lot easier, and uh, to uh, to work that into the schedule. But I uh, I'm actually talking to you on a break from work right now, so I, I it's hard for me to to carve out that afternoon time. I would love to. I love the show. I love being a part of it. Um, but, you know, it's just the way life is right now. Sales is tough, man. They don't give you a minute off, do they? No. No, it's very difficult. Um, we're, we're nose to the grind quite a bit, so it's hard for me to just kind of say, hey, I'm knocking off this afternoon, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I get it. All right, Jamin, so you're hungry. You need to go mm -hmm. somewhere to eat. Your favorite place to go, and what do you order in town? Oh, man. Um <laughs> Probably, I'm a pretty simple guy in terms of food. I'm not really a foodie. I don't do exotic things. So 
I would probably say something simple. Texas Roadhouse would be a, a top of the line choice there for me. Uh, probably just either a ribeye um, or even just a, a regular sirloin. I'm not I'm not picky. Uh, baked potato, those rolls, that's good enough for me. If it's not that, it's probably something Chinese. Um, so yeah, pretty pretty simple guy. I don't do Mediterranean food. I don't do Indian food. Not not necessarily. So yeah, I'm very mean potatoes. Happy days. You're uh, I can do steak really and speaking, potato all day. Yeah, you're really speaking Jason's language there. So are you going to Texas Roadhouse then, Jason? Nope. But he said Chinese, and uh, that's what I'm picking up for my daughter tonight before we go to the game. So. There you go. I got a late dinner there tonight. It it's going to be tough. So you, uh, I don't know how long ago it even was at this point, but you packed up your family and moved out to Hayesville. What, what was behind that decision, and how's that going? No, I actually did live in South Wichita, and my kids did attend Hayesville. I'm now in Cheney. Okay, yeah, so that's right. Up and moved, we packed up and moved out to Cheney. Um, a couple of factors. Uh, love the small town life. Love the school district. Love the atmosphere of the town. Um, I grew up small town, so um, it's a little bit more my speed than probably um, my wife's speed. Um, but uh, just the fact that the school district um, was so good and just a change of scenery for the kids. And they've been it's been the best move ever. So love it. Absolutely my, love it. My apologies for getting that wrong. But do you ever think about stopping by my house on the way home and just hanging out for 30 minutes? You know, I, I would, but you just said that you're such an introverted person that now I'm wondering if we would just sit there and you would just sort of not want to talk. See, I'm so, doing a lot better. I told you. You're it's... not helping. <laughs> <laughs> don't go out of your know, way, would... Jamin. Don't go out of your way. You're fine. I, I'm, you know, it would be out of my way. Not that I far out of it. your way. Uh, it's anything more than eight Jeannie's feet. Jeannie's right down the road. It's, anything it's... more than eight feet out of his is out of his way. All right. I mean, I guess. Uh, Jamin, I would enjoy it. Yeah, me too. Uh, maybe some Sunday afternoon we'll take a walk together. Some we'll be, we'll maybe be, you can be mustache we'll be buddies. Mustache buddies. Oh, there you God. go. <laughs> All right. So Jamin, Jamin Anderson, our guest for five questions. Now you get to turn the tables uh, and ask us a question. One question for both of us, uh, or either you know you can ask us a different question. I have the same question for both of you. Okay. And not to be too much of a downer, but I think this is an interesting question to ask a person. Um, you're both uh, – obviously, Jason, you're very a celebrated athlete in Wichita uh, in history. But um, I want to ask you both, in your athletic careers, whether that was high school, you know, beyond, whatever, what's the most crushing loss you suffered and why? Well, that's easy for me. And it wasn't even – it wasn't here. I mean, we lost in the finals, but – well, the biggest crushing loss for me was my last year of junior hockey in Canada, and we were playing for the national championship on national TV, and we were favored to win that game, and we lost the national championship. That's by far my most crushing loss I've ever had. Man, this is tough for me. Uh, when, when we were 16, uh, we also got to a national championship game. I can't remember which... Uh, organization it was it wasn't AAU it might have been like something I don't remember but uh, we got to a national championship game we beat some really really good teams to get there but I don't remember being crushed by the loss because we had just no pitching we were pitching like our backup second baseman I think I might have pitched in that game we lost 15 to 1 that wasn't that crushing maybe when our first national tournament when when I was 12 
uh, in Minnesota. We lost uh, to Oceanside, California, maybe, and Chet Lemon was out there. <laughs> like uh, David Wright played in that tournament. Ricky Weeks played in that tournament. But we all cried when we lost, so that might have been it. I don't think I ever cried after a loss again. Well, there you go. See, I was, I was, I knew I would get some very different answers there. So I was, I was hoping for some variety. Yeah, Jason's yeah, games. Thanks, thanks for bringing that Jason's back. Jason's games had more stakes. What was your most crushing loss? Uh, probably the final, just the final game of my high school career. Oh, you know, mine too in baseball. Career. Yes, that's it. And yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt. Because you, you have a finality to it, you know. And we were also favored to win. We had a very good team. We'd lost one game all year. We were thought we were a state level team, and we lose in the opening round of substate in a game we had no business losing. And so there's sort of that, uh, like Jason said, when you're favored, especially there's sort of that letdown of you expected that and it didn't happen. So I think that's probably easily easily would be mine. The year I spent in Ohio, uh, I had an okay year, but I was really playing well toward the end of the year. And the hardest ball I probably ever hit in my life uh, was a line drive to the second baseman that ended our season in a loss 17 to 15 to Lancaster high school. Oh, oh we, that's even yeah. It was like the winning run. So ouch, it, it hurt ouch. bad. Yeah. Ouch. It sucked. Yeah. That's that, it. That's brutal. Awful. Thanks, Jamie. We appreciate it. No problem. I'll come, I'll come walk with you some Sunday. Absolutely. Can't wait. Have a good one. Guys. <laughs> See you, Jamie. I bet he doesn't. <laughs> I bet he doesn't either. <laughs> Maybe you should. You should both come. I mean, it's fun to take walks down dirt road. Do you want to? You want to put an over under on how many times you guys will walk down the dirt road together this Zero summer? Zero and a half. Yep. Sure. Let's do that. I'll take the under. All right. That's our show for today and for the week. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks to Ryan Lilja, Joanna Chadwick, Jamin Anderson, and Jason Duda, and Max Power, our producer and engineer. Bob will be back Monday. We'll talk Super Bowl. See you then later. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.